0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. I am Marissa Jenae, Christian author, podcast host, life coach, and mindset strategist. I help single women achieve self-love, wholeness, prepare to be wives, and live the luxurious life that they deserve. I am on a mission to change the narrative so that women know how powerful and special they are, and that they can be who they want and get. What they desire. I am so excited to have you on this episode today, my loves. I actually had the chance to sit down with two of my most recent mentees, clients from the 90 day future wife bootcamp, and they are going to talk to you today about their experience, who they were before the bootcamp, who they were after the boot camp but before we hop into today's episode of course you know i have a church announcement the very first church announcement this is new you guys have never heard this before however i am now offering one-on-one Coaching. It's actually one-on-one laser coaching. Laser coaching is phenomenal. It focuses on a one topic at a time. We get laser focused on that topic, remove any blockages, and get breakthrough all in 30 minutes so make sure that you click the link in the show notes and once you click the link in the show notes click on laser coaching you'll get more information about laser coaching as well as the different packages that i offer according to what you need to work on i am super excited about this i cannot wait to meet those who sign up for coaching and become your coach also let me ask you this Is this you? You are unable to hear from God and don't know if your prayers are being heard. You don't know what your purpose is in life. You're unfulfilled in career, business, your relationships and life itself. You lack confidence and fight with a negative mindset about life and self, you know that you have a purpose in this world and you deserve the best in life and know that with God that that is possible. But you just need help getting there. You need answers and you really want to get out of the situation that you're in and really start a new life, a successful life. If you answered yes to those things I just spoke, You need to be in my new program, Divinely Aligned. It is a 12 week group coaching program that is designed to get you spiritually aligned, taking you from wondering the what ifs in life to watching a new you and a new life unfold in front of your eyes and having the faith to know that God wants the best for you and that you can have a life full of happiness so make sure if that is you you said that is you click the link in the show notes get on the wait list we start in may the emails for applications will be going out soon so do not miss out on this there are only limited spots for this and as you know or if you don't know When you are in alignment to God's will, all things flow, all good things flow in your life. So make sure that you are a part of divinely aligned. So those are the announcements for today. Let's go ahead and get right into the podcast. Oh hello, hello! I am so excited to have two of my mentees on the podcast today, who just finished up the ninety-day future wife boot camp. I'm so excited. Uh, these ladies went through the boot camp. They never missed a day of our sessions each week. Imagine a session for three months, every Sunday, you know, getting the nitty gritty and the preparation of being a wife. And I am happy that I was able to be their coach and also mentor during those 90 days. So enough of that, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you to uh, these ladies today. I have Aaliyah and Ari on with me today. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you, Marissa? Good hello 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 how you doing Marissa hello Aaliyah so I'm going to introduce you first to Aaliyah well I'm gonna let her introduce herself to you so Aaliyah let the babes out there know who you are
1: yes so my name is Aaliyah like Marissa said and I'm 23 and I'm from Charlotte North Carolina and in Charlotte I work as a reporter so I report on the health of African-Americans And so my real ultimate goal in life is to start a health magazine for Black women. So uh, that's the goal. So praise God, I'm working in my purpose right now. And so I actually just graduated uh, college a year ago. So I uh, attended North Carolina Central University, uh, majored in journalism. Yep, now I am uh, working my craft, which is writing. And so, uh, you know, God has always been, you know, number one in my life and so it was definitely like important that I just kept him number one even after I you know graduated from college and and just really staying prayed up and just really connecting with people that have the same beliefs as me so I'm happy to be here
0: awesome thank you Aaliyah that is awesome God is so good and I have Ari Miss Ari let the babes know who you are hi
2: my name is Ari I am from Denver Colorado a little bit about me um, I work in education I work as a school psychologist so coming out of this covid a lot of social emotional needs with the students so um that has really amplified my life and just time and just being able to help and support them. Um, Another cool thing about me is that I'm a singer. I love singing. I do vocal lessons, um, because I work at a really cool art school. But I also sing at my church. And uh, I also am stepping into using my voice more for public speaking. So um, yeah, it's something that I get to use every day, whether it's like, speaking to my students or speaking in my church. um, I'm starting to see how my purpose is expanding, especially through the utilization of my voice and engaging others.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I just love that you both are tapping into your purpose because without our purpose, what is the meaning of life? honestly and I really didn't um realize that until I stepped into my purpose I really thought I was doing something out here in these streets like you know selling hair and you know doing other things and doing events and things like that and until god you know showed me what my purpose was and I had my first boot camp then I was like oh my gosh like I could never stop doing this like it's so fulfilling when you find your purpose and actually start to operate in your purpose so I'm gonna go back to Ari what What made you want to be a wife? Okay, so if this is
2: a safe space, what made me want to be a wife, I'm a believer, right? I have a desire to live and serve Christ. But at the same time, in these worldly attributes, I I had a desire to do some other stuff as well. So I said, well, if I want to do that, and I also want to live a life of holiness, I got to figure out how to make that aligned with the type of lifestyle God needs me to live. So I need to figure out how to become a wife so I can do all the things I want to do without um, having to be in a constant state of repentance uh, every two to four hours. Amen. Amen. Well, that's one
0: way to look at it. Um, I never heard that response before, but hey, never say never. So Aaliyah, what made you want to be a wife?
1: Yeah, so I really would say, I think it's just where I come from. So, uh, I mean, divorce runs real heavy in my family. And so that's a really like the foundation that I um, was kind of like raised on, you know, just going from one house to another. And it's like, I really, you know, want to be married because I think uh, marriage is such a beautiful thing that God has created and he ordained. And so um, I, I really, you know, want to just really know um, or just really experience God's love, you know, uh, manifest it in the world. You know, I want to help her. I mean, it's great to, you know, be a Miss Independent and everything like that. But I'm like, you know, eventually I want to help her, you know, down the line. You know, of course I want kids. And so I, I definitely, you know, just want to one to have like a plan for my marriage you know I want us to build generational wealth for our kids and you know I want them to I want to leave them a house and I really just want to you know partner up with someone that's one that's going to really help me grow as a person and I can help them grow as well so I, I'm looking forward to marriage so yeah that's the goal
0: yeah, I mean, marriage is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Some people, you know, when they go into it wrong or when they do it wrong and they don't take the proper steps um, to go into marriage, they seem to despise marriage or talk down about marriage because they really don't understand what marriage is. And they don't understand that, you know, marriage glorifies God. That's why, you know, you, you take certain steps to get into marriage. Some people don't understand that you have to be equally yoked going into marriage. You just can't marry any old Joe Schmo and expect things to happen. And you don't have anything in common or that person's purpose doesn't match with your purpose. So now you're bumping heads, um, you know, in the marriage and now here comes the divorce, right? You're not taking the proper steps to really understand who that person is before going into marriage. So there won't be those, uh, deeper problems. Am I, am I saying there won't be surface problems? Of course, there's going to be surface problems when you go into marriage, because we still have flesh, right? So there's going to be disagreements and things like that. But those underlining those deeper problems or, you know, deeper situations, you really have to hone in on that um, before getting into marriage. So you can bypass all of, all of the nonsense, so to speak. Well, let me just ask you this. How did you find out about the ninety-day future wife boot camp?
2: Yeah,
1: so uh, how I originally found out about the podcast was through Pinterest, and I, you know, just flipped on a pin that I saw by um, Marissa, and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." You know, waiting until marriage, and so fast forward, um, I'll just keep on, you know, listening to her podcast, and I'll hear her um, talk about the boot camp, and I was like, "Yeah, I would really love to do that um, one day." And so last year, I finally decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop putting it off. I'm going to just do the boot camp. And um, yep, I ended up going to the boot camp. And yeah, it was great.
2: It was interesting. It was one night I was in my car listening to like YouTube videos. We'll call him Shevin Damuels or something like that. And so I was listening to his podcast and oh my gosh, like, at the end of it, I just wanted to cry. I just felt so sad. I felt like so down. I was like, oh my goodness. It made me feel like things were like helpless almost for just kind of, if you're familiar with that person and the narrative that he paints. And so, um, I don't know. I just had this, I don't know, maybe it was the Holy spirit, but this urge to like, well, if this is the case, if I'm in this so-called danger zone, then I'm going to learn how to like be a godly woman so I can get my life together so I don't keep living this way and so I literally just like scrolled on Spotify and I think I looked up Christian women godly women something like that and as I was scrolling I saw something that said the bougie balls podcast and I was like oh it's pink oh she cute What's she talking about bougie balls okay and I clicked on it and I started listening to it I was like this is a up with everything that had me triggered from that Devin Jamuels video. And so I um, started listening to it. And uh, from that, I checked out the website. And what I actually started off with um, before doing the boot camp was the one month, I want to say, diamond intensive with uh, Marissa in 2020. And I tell anybody that was the catalyst, the jump off, the impetus to like an overhaul
0: change in my life. What made you go from the diamond session to the 90 day boot camp? There's this song, um, I think it's like Blessed
2: Assurance. And it says, like, oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I was like, ooh. That diamond session, I felt like I had a foretaste. I was like, okay, like I hear about the boot camp, and I kept looking. I was like, when is the waiting list gonna open up? I'm on the list, sir. When am I gonna? And so I kept checking. I kept checking. Like I didn't join the boot camp. I think until maybe like Sep, no November of 2021. But after August September 2020, I was consistently anticipating and had a desire to be in the boot camp, And I was seeking for it. It overhauled my life. It made me consider God in a whole new type of way. And it was the first time in my life for a very, very long time, maybe upwards of like, I don't know, first time in my life that I started seeing a change in being from an unstuck space. So I knew I had to get more.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What did you experience while you were in the boot camp? Let's talk about from day one to day 90. Who were you when you came into the boot camp? Who were you or what did you realize or experience at by the end of the boot camp?
2: Marissa's boot camp is a boot camp. You think this is not a scam. This is real life. This is not lingo. Saying boot camp, it is. It is a camp for the boot. It's a boot camp, but it has been one of the most amazing blessings I've ever experienced in my life. Um, I think coming in, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, listen to the podcast, the testimonials. You know, remember my experience uh, from the first month. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to it. And um, I had actually just wrapped up meeting with my therapist um, probably like uh, 2 months prior. Uh, I had been working with her for upwards of 7 to 8 months and she kind of like, you know, had released me as a client. I was like, okay, cool. And she shared this verbatim. She said, "Aria, I've taken you as far as I can take you." And I was like, "Okay." And so when the boot camp opened up, I was like, okay, this is time for me. To, I think, you know, this is time for me to pursue this next journey. So, doing the application process. Who I was when I started, I think I was a woman who recognized God, acknowledged God, believed in God, but did not have that full intimacy of being able to discern and always be able to recognize God's voice as it related to me. At the end of the boot camp, I do not hear God always audibly, but I hear him through my thoughts. I have these intruding thoughts, and I'm like, ooh that is a very good thought. That is positive. That is, is a good report. And that is not my natural baseline of thinking that must be the Lord. And so being able to decipher his voice that way in um, how things manifest or feel inside of my body. And then it's also interesting. I have the, I've experienced a supernatural way that God would like wake me up and engage me. And it's just like, wow, prior to this experience, I didn't have that, but I wouldn't trade it for anything else. And just the confidence of who I am as a woman, there is so much more growth, for sure, as I'm learning more about uh, me being God's daughter, but compared to where I was before, and I'll be honest, the negative self-talk that I would perpetuate and maintain versus to how I'm even aware, catching it and refuting it now, that's what the boot camp's done for me.
1: Yes, well, I'll just have to say this boot camp has been so life changing. I'm so happy that like, I went through it. All the stuff that I learned in the boot camp, I know I would not have learned it anywhere else, you know, from courtship to uh, even just getting like the courage to, you know, uh, be more confident and to even uh, sit down and talk with my dad um, about like, you know, any with like, all the resentment I had towards him. And so, oh man, so before the boot camp, I, I felt like I was kind of like drifting off like slowly but surely. So um, before I went off to college, I um, I just made a commitment to God that I was going to wait till marriage like 100%. And so got through college, you know, didn't ever, you know, have sex or anything like that. And so that was good. So, you know, following college, like I, you know, met my goals and everything like that. But, um, you know, in college I did like fornicate with men I was uh literally just kind of like drifting off slowly but surely you know still listening to secular music and you know still you know entertaining these guys that just weren't like good for me at all and so I also didn't like read like the bible like that Uh, I may have read like a you know a scripture or maybe like a small devotional or small Bible plan, but that was, it It wasn't like more in depth as to like what the Bible was about. And so, yep, that was Aaliyah before the boot camp. And so there was so much stuff I had to like, I guess, unlearn while going through the boot camp, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, stuff that I was maybe like raised on, you know, from like my eating habits. And then uh, just, you know, what I was taught about relationships. So yeah, month one was great. Uh, Just like Ari said, like this has been like the most I've ever, you know, heard from God. It was just like amazing. Just like within like that first week, uh, you know, how everything was just starting to work out and like God was just like really speaking. Like God was so strong in the first month and it just kept on getting um, better and better as um, the months went. I was super grateful for that, you know, um, I uh learn and month one learn how to fast because I have a whole misunderstanding of fasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes marissa she was like all right i want you guys to fast man i i was like oh, okay and so i i kind of i knew it was about food but i was doing it like so wrong like i'd ask marissa i was like can i still have cereal she was like what no
0: <laughs> listen girl
1: <laughs> so i was like oh Lord, let me go repent <laughs> and so <laughs> you yeah, that was me month one had like a whole misunderstanding of it so Yep, I got fasted down. So I was like, praise God. And so I actually uh, continued fasting into the second month. So that was good. And so yeah, during the uh, first month, I um had to like have to like, sit down talk with my dad about, you know, how the divorce really affected me. And so I did it the first time. And it was a fairly good talk. But I didn't get everything I needed to get out. And so I went back to Marissa and she could still sense that I had that resentment. And she was like, you want to go back and do it again. I was like, oh man, okay, this is different. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, oh man, I got to go back and do it again. But I'm actually happy I, I went back and did it a second time because I finally like released everything I needed to say to him, everything I was you know, feeling. And so that that was just powerful in itself. And I think my dad was definitely blessed by that. Uh, He was definitely, you know, open to, you know, hearing everything I had said. And he was like, Okay, yeah, I just, you know, this is just confirmation of what God was saying to me. And then just really knowing my functions as a kingdom woman, you know, nowadays, like they don't really talk about that anymore. I know, like back in the day, a lot of women, they were raised on like, you know, cooking, you know, and, the, and just like aspiring to marriage and just, you know, how to be a good wife. And nowadays, like, you don't really see that no more. So definitely just during like the boot camp, I learned my functions as a woman. And, you know, I, I love how Marissa, she had just, just called me out. She had just told me, she's like, Aaliyah, you're addicted to sugar. I was like, oh, what? what? What do you mean? like you're addicted to sugar like uh no uh uh-uh you cut out sugar like you need to go and see a cat and get rid of all those snacks Uh uh-uh
2: and I was like I've
1: never heard I was addicted to sugar what in the world and it's true I am (laughs) it's true and so I've been limiting like my sugar now so I'm like Praise God! I'm glad Marissa told me that because I would have never, ever, you know, would have heard that from anyone else. It just going through like the boot camp, you know. Marissa was really just, you know, not training me just to be like a kingdom wise, but also to walk in my purpose. Um, I know I said earlier that um, I aspire to have a health magazine, and Marissa, she was like, "Well, if you want to have a health magazine, you have to be the influencer. You you can't just be telling them to go exercise when you're not doing it yourself." And so, if yep, that was a change I had to implement as well. And so, if yep, that was the second month. And then the, th- the third month, you know, I just learned a lot about courtship. Yeah, the world does not teach about courtship at all. And like I said, I would have never found out about courtship. So it was just so great, you know, just hearing like Marissa speak. And like when you hear like Marissa speak, uh, like in a one to one or even on the Bible studies, like you can you know that it's from God. Like she is just so anointed. Appointed, and I was like, Oh my goodness, like everything she is saying is totally accurate, straight from the Bible. So, like, overall, this has just been like the best three months of my life, honestly. Like, you know, I still wake up early to work out, you know, uh, eating healthier. I've been cutting back my sugar, so I'll have like certain days where I'll, I'll eat sugar, but for most of the week. Um, I don't really eat sugar like that. And I love that like my, my body doesn't even crave sugar like that anymore. And so it's like, no, let's just have a healthy snack. So I just love like that, that mindset change. And I'm just really happy that, you know, God really brought me to this program. And, you know, I got so much like discernment from God. And, you know, overall, I'll just, you know, be prepared to meet like my future husband. But even before that, just Focusing on my purpose, you know, I I learned in this boot camp. It's not just about preparing to be a future wife, you know. It's really just a, for you, you know. Just focus on who you are during your singleness. That's the, the primary goal, and just to become a, the best version of yourself that you you can. And so when you do meet uh, Mr. Right, you know you'll you'll be ready, and you know it'll just be a smooth transition into from from courtship
0: to marriage. So. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. Aaliyah broke it down for month one, <laughs> two, and three. She said, Listen, I'm going to let you know today. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. Oh my God, alright I'm, I'm going to stop being silly. But yes, 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 yes. That is, I mean, it's beautiful just to hear you ladies speak about, you know, your experience and where you were and where you are now. I know you guys had to write a story about that, you know, of who you were at that time and then write a story at the end. And it's funny that you mentioned about the courtship because I am working on something around courtship because a lot of people just do not understand courtship or even how to go about courtship or what it means to be friends and then courtship. A lot of people just want to jump right into the quote-unquote or so-called relationship, what people call relationship. And people get so caught up in that word because relationship could mean friends. That's what a relationship, like we have a relationship because you went through my program. Like you have a coach, mentee, you know, sister relationship, but I am working on something in regards to courtship and how to go about courtship. What courtship really is, what to do while in courtship. (laughs) Like a lot of people don't, don't know that what to do while in friendship before you go into the courtship. So I am definitely working on a mini course around courtship. The last question that I have for you ladies today is what was your favorite part of the boot camp or what was a pivotal part of the boot camp.
2: So, for me, um my favorite and or pivotal part of the boot camp, I'll have to say honestly was during the first uh 30-day program in 2020. That was the most pivotal part for me, because um, Aaliyah had mentioned uh, something earlier, but about um, conversations with her father, and that was when Marissa had me initiate those conversations with my father. So during that praying time, that fasting time, that was like the time where you know, I was like, I can't, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm scared. And, uh, and I had that and I was just really open and vulnerable, uh, with him. And that was like, I think the journey that started for me to do self-development therapy and a lot of other things before I came back around a year later for the boot camp. Um, and I would say it was that journey that really allowed me to work through, what do we call them? daddy issues Mm -hmm. and all the manifestations that was going on with that for the period of years that that was probably the most pivotal moment for me and so when I came into the boot camp the um the second time around it was like the residuals of like cleaning that up but the other part I would say that I could appreciate is my favorite and also pivotal, pivotal as a result of the boot camp was the pausing on the, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything, but the pausing on the secular engagement. So, with the secular music, the secular television, I even canceled my Netflix description and stopped bombing off my best friends. And uh, it made such a difference. And what I've realized is that there is so much intentionality to take our attention like television music if you want to even look at it even in the more spiritual supernatural spaces of how the thing how these um, things that are that are normed in our life influence and affect us those are siphoning our mental space and our bandwidth to really be sensitive to God because we are in such constant bombardment. And so by pulling back from that, it was almost like sometimes I would just come home to just quietness. I'm not watching television because I I don't have cable. I don't. She said inspirational TV. I'm like, I don't even know what's inspiration. Let me put on some, I don't know, some some praise and worship from some, some kind of glory singles or something. And um, even then, I heard the Lord tell me, like, hey, Ari, I want you to pull back from even that. I want you to pull back from so much of the praise and worship music because what he was showing for me, like, because I'm a singer, like I can open the Bible and just like sing a psalm and just being full of worship, speaking in tongues before God. And he was like, you're even using worship music sometimes as a form of distraction. So like uh, one of the things that Marissa shared with me is like, you know, I have a lot of indulgence that I do. And my indulgence can sometimes show up also is avoidance from the things that actually need to get done, which is what God is telling me to do. So it's like my indulgence in these things can serve as distractions to keep me away from my obedience uh, to God. And so I would say those would be my favorite and my pivotal uh, moments that have had a very long lasting Effect um, on just my life as a whole.
1: Yeah, already, right, she hit it on the head. I would say my pivotal moment was, yeah, giving up secular music. So I remember when Marissa, um, she first told us, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she, oh, no, wait a minute. Uh, who's supposed to do that? I was like, ooh, uh, I, I don't know about that. And so I was like, well, you know, I, I was I entered into this boot camp, you know, all in. So I'm going I'm to try it. And so, uh, yeah, I remember, you know, like the first the first month was it, it was tough. It really was. I was like, oh, my goodness. And it was like a little hard. I know Marissa doesn't like that word, but it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, how am I going to do this? Just, you know, listen to a gospel music because I, I had like a gospel playlist already like on my phone. And I, I just like listened to that like over and over again. You know, overall. Um, as time like went by, I start to see like why like, Marissa, she was like stay away from you know secular music, especially during this program because it's gonna be a distraction. And um, I remember I hope I'm not t- telling too much, but uh, uh, we had to watch like, a video on like um, it was on YouTube about like spirits and like secular music. And that thing was so powerful, but oh my goodness, I remember after that video, I had deleted my Drake playlist. I was like, oh no, uh uh-uh, no more Drake. (laughs) Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, it was just so powerful, and it's like, it's so true, you know, every music that you listen to, or every person that you even, like, encounter, like, they carry a spirit with them, and it's just like with secular music you don't know what spirits are you know jumping out from the artist onto you because granted like most times when they write these uh, songs like they're either depressed going through a breakup you know there it is toxic and you know you probably listened to it when you just went through a breakup and so that's just making it even more worse so yeah secular music is it, just it's just, it's trash. It really is, you know, and it's getting like worse and worse. Even like the female rappers like Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, like, Lord, like, their mouth is just so like out there. I'm like, y'all, what are y'all doing? I'm just like, uh uh-uh, that's not how women talk. That's not how a Tina woman talks. And I'm just like, why am I listening to this? You know, why, like, as a person that's aspiring, you know, to marriage and saving myself for marriage, why am I listening to these these lyrics but they don't do nothing for me i know uh, sometimes i'll just be like i'm gonna give myself like a break i'ma uh like on fridays i'm gonna just try get like a little bit of secular music in and i regret it every time i really do because i'm like <laughs> it's like my spirit like rejects like secular music now like i'll just be trying to listen to it but i'm like i can't get comfortable like yeah. listening to the popular music it's just like sitting in like an uncomfortable chair you're just like uh this don't feel right And oh man, it's just not it at all. So praise God that you know I, you know, gave up secular music. You know, I just really feel like I've made, I've made room for God to bless me so much more now that I've
0: given that up to him. We have to be very careful what we allow to get close to us and even the people that that are close to us. And I'm just listening to you two ladies. It just seems as though that God peace was very, very like impactful for you, for you both. Um, hearing from God more, um, fasting, coming into alignment with God. Like, you know, that first month, it just seems as though that, was the highest point for you ladies. And even with you going through the diamond session, um, Ari, it always came back to God and, you know, really being aligned with him to go forth to do what you had to do with, you know, your dad at the time. And, you know, even, you know, moving forward with what you have now, it's the power of God that moves you both forward. The power of God that is inside of you. You know, you can't do anything without him. Just like I said, throughout the program, go to him for everything right go to him for everything like even if you come and ask me a question i'm going to one go inside and ask god like what you know what the answer is going to be so why not use your own discernment you have that power that power is in you you don't always have to ask me because you already have the answer inside of you he left us with the holy spirit holy spirit is always moving always working you just have to quiet your mind to be able to hear and discern the Holy Spirit. But I pulled out that first month of the boot camp and extended it to 12 weeks now and um, started a new program, which is called Divinely Aligned, starting in May. If that is something that you are interested in, if you are ready to change your life and take it to the next level, this is all about you. Well, ladies, I just want to thank you once again for being on the podcast for today. I'm just so excited to see you guys since we haven't seen each other, you know, (laughs) in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited to see you. And I just want you to leave the babes with one last thing. What piece of advice can you leave the babes out there that are preparing to be a wife? And would you recommend this program to them?
1: I would just say they need to recognize that the work starts now. So if you're single now, it starts now. So you you really need to bring your A game and be serious um, about being a kingdom wife. And you just need to recognize that you are an influencer. So, you know, you can influence your husband and, you know, in your, your marriage to grow. And you could, you'll be able to influence your, your kids as well. So be led by God. And overall, yes, I would definitely recommend this program, hands down. You know, if you take it serious, you will definitely get a lot out, a lot out of it.
2: Um, yes, I just echo everything um, Aaliyah just shared. Um, if you know God, you will know everything you need to know. In order to prepare and move forward in this space of becoming a wife, God designed marriage. Marriage is for the the uniting of purposes to execute God's uh, purposes and plans on Earth. Um, when I was highly dissatisfied in my singleness and running amuck in these streets, uh, God was not my focus. God was not my Uh, intention. God was not my priority. I was aware of God, but didn't know him. Um, I'll be honest, as I've spent more intimate time with him and learning about my purpose and doing what he's instructed me to do, I don't have that dissatisfaction of singleness anymore. I What I see is like, oh my goodness, I need the disobedience training. I need to get my life together so that I can be the kingdom woman and wife so that when I am partnered with that person, we're not just out here, like, I don't know, playing hand games and patty cake in the backyard, wasting time. It's like, no, there is work to be done. And I anticipate that. And I want to make sure that I bring that help to my partner. Would I recommend the program? (laughs) True. Is the sky blue. Is the sun yellow. Yes, <laughs> I recommend it to anyone. Even for my two best girlfriends, one's married, one is not. Uh, I've already purchased them the um the ninety day blueprint um journal. Uh, one is a current wife. One uh, desires to be a wife. Like. Even if you're not in the program saying and recognizing those scriptures to delve into the word of God, uh, unifying your purpose and your identity in God and praying and speaking these things over yourself, like even the books are anointed (laughs) you know so uh they are they are they are and um i would recommend that as well as the resources that come along with it for sure
0: once again ladies i just want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking your time out today um to speak with me and to speak with the babes and let them know uh, your experience of going through uh the boot camp and i just pray that you continue to prepare um i do pray that you continue to take what you have learned in the boot camp and continue to use those things go back and look at your notes preparation isn't just for the 90 days Um, you know it's up until that time you know you get married and then after that there's even more work to be done as a wife once you are you know in union um, with your husband I pray that your husband comes soon and I just pray that you recognize him and use the sermon and I pray that he recognizes you as well so that is all that I have for the podcast for today babes make sure that you click the link in the show notes to one, get on the wait list for the next future wife and 90 day bootcamp, which will be offered September of this year, 2022 and Get on the wait list for Divinely Online, the new program, so you can unleash the power of God within your life. And also check out the new website. I just uploaded a new website. So the website has totally changed. I look forward to speaking with you. I look forward to coaching you. And until the next podcast, bye-bye.